Just like you, just like you, you just like me, you just like me. It's something anyone can see. A heart that beats, a voice that speaks the truth. Yes, I am a girl like you. Alright, I've got my weak-ass coffee, and I'm ready to talk about some Barbie. I didn't take any notes, I just read fanfiction and laid in bed with my sad little tired eyes. I researched voice actors this morning, so is that... Oh, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. <laughs> um, I'm just... Is there, like, a spark notes for Barbie? <laughs> it's called Wikipedia, babe. No, it's called spark notes. Barbie? Um... Hun, I don't princess think... and the popper. This can't... Wait, are you serious? <laughs> No, but there okay. is an IMDb title plot summary. <laughs> okay. And also Barbie movies fandom. There's a wiki. A wiki. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Aww. It's. <gasps> hey, guys, this is Barbie in her first animated musical feature. It sure it is. It has oh, seven my original songs. Yeah. It's delightful. I love this movie. Okay. Hey, free facing. Okay. Well. Yeah, this is my favorite Barbie movie. Yeah. This is it. 10 out of 10. I'm already... We're done. This is the whole <laughs> podcast. 10 out of 10. This Barbie movie slaps. We're done. Go home. Um, Well, this one doesn't start out with Kelly. We we start out with straight narration, no framing device. Yeah, it's just... It goes into it. There's the title screen, some little butterflies are fluttering around, and I'm like, whoa, this is the peak of art. <laughs> This is it. The cinematography, the soft music. I think she starts out once upon a time, doesn't she? Like, just straight up. Um, Yeah, I think she's like, once upon a time in a kingdom far away. (laughs) There was. Yeah, because she's like, there was a baby girl. Right. Two baby baby girls were born. Yeah, and it's magical. In an unnamed kingdom, a blonde princess and a brunette popper are born at the same time. Several years later, the princess Annalise is betrothed by her mother. Queen Guinevere to wealthy King Dominic to save the nearly bankrupt royal treasury. Okay, so there is Annalise and Erica. Annalise is the princess. She's beautiful and I love her. Um, Their kingdom is bankrupt. Yeah. They have no more money. They don't know how to take care of their people. And yet she does bathe in expensive salts every day. It has servants to bring her fancy foods. And And I'm like, maybe y'all could cut some corners. Yeah, there seems... See, this movie is about wealth inequality. And I'm like... (laughs) Erica's parents are dead because they had to work so hard and borrow so much money just trying to raise her. Like, and Annalise just out here, like, oh no. I have another gift with a ribbon on it. Oh, and I'm all like, Prince Dominic is a gift. <laughs> um, he is. Or King Dominic. He's a king. So she has to marry wealthy King Dominic to save her kingdom. They're engaged. It'll help everyone. But she's kind of in love with her tutor, Julian, who we're yeah. all a little bit in love with. He's a good <laughs> lad. And then we switch over to Erica, who she is working for Madame Carp. Um, who's a dressmaker, and she makes dresses with her co-worker, who, does she have a name? Yes, she does. I think it's 
Gerta. Um, Gerta? Give me, give me one second. <laughs> yeah, so she's an indentured servant. They literally say that a lot. Yeah. Oh, it's At Bertie. Madame Car- Her name's Bertie. Ber- Bertie? They literally never say that. Yeah, Erica and Bertie. They live, they work there. They do live there, I think, actually. Yes. Yeah. Huh. At Men of Cart's penitentiary. Ah, I mean, dress emporium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working off her parents' debt. But she really wants to be a singer and see the world. Um, Annalise is kind of sad about, you know, marriage things. She's all like, I wish I could marry whom I choose. Yeah, isn't she like looking out the window at some... At Julian. Yeah. And yeah. And all like, I'm so sorry, Annalise, but as you know, it's your duty to save our kingdom. She's like, I know, mother. Okay, it the was, first it song- vital you marry Prince Dominic, blah, blah, blah. I know every single line in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Anyways, the first song, I'm going to cry. It's so good. <laughs> it's so- All of the songs are so good. The first song is like them switching back and forth, like what they're upset about their life. They're all like- um, duty means doing the thing your heart may well regret. And I'm like, dang, yeah. dang. <laughs> Go off, Barbie. <laughs> so I don't, it's, I don't know. It's like, we're unhappy with our lives, but it's things we have to do and we're going to do them because we, we made a promise. We made it. It's our duty. Yeah. It's something you have to take care of. And I'm like, oh, this, that's the real talk. I have emotions about these girls. Oh, me too. Um, <laughs> um, and then we, well, I think Julian's all like, you're going to need your cloak. And then he like sneaks her into the city yeah. for like one last day of freedom before she gets married. But then we switch over to, oh, Serafina. We have a, what? No, that's after. Wait. Well, what? Okay. Yeah, what are no, we talking we about? We switch over to Preminger. Oh, okay. This is the Who... scene that we're doing. <laughs> It comes before Serafina. Well, okay, side note. These are the only valid animal sidekicks. They sure are. Like, especially, honestly. Especially when this is followed by Fairytopia and Babel or what, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Bibble? But don't, I Bibble. Mean, okay. Okay. We're not there yet. We're not. Yeah. Okay. So we move over to Preminger, who is the queen's advisor. Well, we move over to the mines and we meet Nick and Neck, the boys. <laughs> The boys. I actually really like them. They're yeah, honestly. Silly. What is this doing in here? <laughs> oh, right. That was me. He's like, is this shiny? No. Is this... what is? I don't remember what he said. Valuable? Uh, no. <laughs> Gonna make the boss happy? Uh, no. Then what are we here? And then he like throws it and it's like around a rock and it breaks and it's actually an ore, which actually has no value, but that's fine. This is the Barbie universe. It can have value if it exactly. wants. Exactly. You know. <laughs> it's shiny. Ge- geodes. They're shiny. They're cute. Yeah, Everyone likes they're a very geode. Pretty. Yeah. So I guess their new like monetary system is going to be geodes. It's fine. You know, value of precious stones is created by scarcity anyways. So they just have to mm-hmm. set it up right and it'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's all good. Um, so this is based on The Prince and the Popper by Mark Twain, who is uncredited. Oh, nice. Good. <laughs> um, like, I know the Mickey Mouse version, and I know this version, and I don't think I know what happens in real Prince and the Popper. I'm pretty sure people die. 
Oh, good. <laughs> the flaxen-haired aristocrat, Princess Annalise. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's my girl. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> discovers an unexpected friendship when she chances upon the humble, dark-haired commoner, Erica. Jeez. Okay. Uh, Anyways, like... moving on. Okay. So, moving on. So Preminger my boy. shows up. Yes. He's your boy? Hinst. Okay. Are you telling me that Preminger is not your boy? He... Mm, I mean, I he sucks, but like... <laughs> okay, you're right, though. <laughs> um... <laughs> have you seen those those post movie oh yeah we'll talk we will yeah. talk about that so Preminger shows up and you find out that he's been siphoning the mind from of gold he's been mining in secret so that's why their minds have all dried up they have no more gold because Preminger's stolen it all and when I was a child um they were all like this is the last of the gold um from the mines from the royal like, mine yes. And it's all mine. And I'm like, ooh, dang, son. Um, when I was a child, I was all like, that's not very much gold. And he's like, I'm as rich as King Dominic. And I'm like, no, you're not. You have like three pieces of gold. <laughs> I was very confused. They've been after this for a while, babe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I didn't, I don't, like, it just didn't click for some reason. Like my whole life, I'm just like, Y'all really strapping for money, huh? If that's impressive. <laughs> Weirdos. So his whole plan is to come back and be a wealthy suitor. He's all like, Princess, that nitwit Annalise can kiss my shoes. Well, and during, he's gonna you, marry you haven't even mentioned that he is singing and that it is oh? the best villain song ever written. <laughs> God, all I want to do is sing the songs. I have to like hold myself back this entire episode. <laughs> Because I will just start and I won't stop. I know. Okay. I have the CD for this movie because I own this movie. And it comes uh, with the streaming CD. Streaming yep. has been really bad lately, probably because of, you know, stuff. Mm. So we watched it with the DVD. And I have, it came with a CD and the CD is in my car. And every now and then I just listen to it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm so glad. It's so good. <laughs> I have, like, one of those six CD car changers, and it was in there for a really long time. And, like, every time it got to the fourth CD, I just like, Barbie? <laughs> Anyways. Um, so he's singing a rattle song about how he's gonna marry Annalise and he's gonna rule the kingdom. And they're all like, ah, boss, you know, she's getting married to that king, right? He's like, what? Making a decision without me? Who does she think she is? Uh, the queen? She has the royal scepter and she sits in that big fancy chair and silencio no i will let go <laughs> okay it's a really good song guys please listen to the soundtrack yes. um if you do nothing else actually just watch this movie mm -hmm. so then he concocts a plan is this and he's like i guess i'm just gonna have to uh go kidnap the princess it's a temporary setback it's a momentary loss so the the princess goes missing, so the king goes away, and then he brings her back be by finding her, which means that uh, the queen will be so grateful that she'll pledge the girl to moi. Mm -hmm. And I'll humbly tell her, how can I refuse? Because how can I refuse is the name of the song. Yes, yeah, good. <laughs> so, anyways, he's like, oh, ha, 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 that's my master plan. Um, and then we're done with him. 
we switch over to sweet little Serafina, who is the fluffiest little white cat, and I love her, and she's proper, and I'm like, girl, I love you. Okay, is Serafina your 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 animal pick for this movie? Yeah. Okay. okay. I find that fascinating. We always do this. <laughs> when we were children, I had lighter hair than you. Okay. So yes. I was kin assigned Annalise. Exactly. So okay, we... <laughs> yes, this makes sense. <laughs> when we watched the movie, I would sing all of Annalise's parts and you would sing all of Erica's parts because equality. Exactly. Um, so I was all like, ah, uh, yes, I've been kid assigned Annalise. Therefore, Serafina has to be my favorite. It wasn't a choice I made. <laughs> okay. See, see, but I have ingrained worse in memories of our childhoods. And so... <laughs> Oh, That's I re- probably. I remember some things where. Don't, no, don't say anything. <laughs> I, I'll die. <laughs> I know I was a bad child. We were freaks. <laughs> Release me from this torment. Uh, uh, I'm just thinking about the cannibals, and I'm like, how old were we? Seven? <laughs> Us playing games about being kidnapped and thrown in some guy's truck. And I'm like, where did we get that? I don't know. <laughs> what was wrong with us? We I never did that apart. Playing... Only when we were hanging out with each other. Okay, I played some weird games with my sister. Mm-hmm. And like my other friends, like I would be playing with Barbies and my mom was like, what's going on? And we're like, oh, well, Ken kidnapped Barbie and he's going to force her to marry him. And so her <laughs> friends have to come save him. And my mom was like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> but also I remember like distinctly, like, my mom opening the door to my room and, like, looking at me and my sister. And we're just, like, we just stop everything. We look up at her. And she's, like, what's going on? We're, like, nothing. <laughs> and she's, like, okay. Weirdo children. <laughs> Anyways. So, Serafina is a cute little kitty. And do you know the dog's name? Midas. Because he's Midas. got a gold tooth. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I just put that together. I didn't know that before I said it, but... <laughs> trying to act like you're so smart yeah well you know she's all like he tries to like bite her tail and she's like mistigan linus or minus i always thought it was linus when i was a child Mm. um and he's all like get comfortable safina it's not gonna be yours much longer i'm trying to do their like weird british only the bad guys have british accents in this Uh movie interesting only the bad guys have british accents okay where where is this unnamed kingdom supposed to be? Is it European? I think it is. the The horse's name the horse is French, so. And the bad guys are British. Yeah. But the horse could have been like imported. Right. Yes. This He's is a horse. True. He has no rights. <laughs> he is also an indentured servant. Oh no. <laughs> Except he'll never be free. We need to fight for horse rights. We do horse rights. A horse should be president. I think horses should vote. I think horses should vote. Actually, I don't trust horses. And I don't like them. <laughs> horses are good. They're no, just big and scared. They're big and scary. <laughs> they look at you and I'm like, you know too much. And then they blink and you're like, ah, <laughs> looking in my soul. I used to be scared of tall, big things. So I used to be scared oh, yes, of your quite. brother for like a year. Oh. I was just like. Oh, you are super tall, sir. He is too tall. It's true. He's too tall for his own good. He is too tall. And I'm all like, you got that long hair and you're like leaning over me. Are you a death eater, (laughs) sir? And he's all like, yeah. 
Well, also his voice is like, hides me. It's like the deepest thing. Pink critical, but like lower. I can't, I can't understand him over the phone or in real life. His register is too low for me to understand. <laughs> like, I can't process audio like that. Anyways, so then Minus chases the kitty and then we switch back to Julian and Allie's. And or I feel what? like I feel like she just takes Serafina with her, but Midas is like under their cart or something. Oh yeah, yeah. She she pulls a little like bowl snatch on him with her tail, and then he bites a chair, and he's like, and she's like, "Did you lose a tooth, Midas?" And he's like, "My tooth." <laughs> but he didn't. His tooth is fine. Yeah, his his nice gold tooth. I what's <laughs> up with that subplot about how much he loves his gold tooth? I don't. Well, um, he's. Uh, Preminger's dog, so he's also, he's all like, I want to be high and mighty, and I want to have gold. He does, like, shiny things. Wow, we're putting it all together today. Yeah! (laughs) So, then Julian takes Annalise out into the kingdom so she can be free for one last day. Um, And she she does see some people, like, closing up their shop, like, everyone's Mm -hmm. poor, and... (laughs) And it's a rough like, time. No, it was this bad. So it's like her first face with poverty. Like she knew her kingdom wasn't doing well, but it's like the first time seeing it. Yeah. Um, and then she's all like, "Where did you grow up? I want to see your house." And he's like, "Well, it was more of a room." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh." But he he's like not deterred because he knows she doesn't have like experience with this, and he's super nice about it. And he's all right, like, "Yeah, I'll show you." It was like the third floor room on the left, and so he shows her where he lived and grew up. And then she's like, ooh, something smells good. And he goes off to get her a nice hot beverage. And then she hears singing in the town square. And it's, like, honestly the best song. It really is. Oh, man. Like, they seed this song throughout this movie, and then it's the finale. We got, okay, like... I think this is the first time that we get, like, a hint of it. And it's so mm-hmm. good. I'll cry. Well, they do a really good job with, like, the musical themes in the movie. Because, like, you know, reprises and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a song she sings to her cat who barks in the bathtub. And, like, they play elements of that song when she's having moments with her cat. Like, yes, even before exactly. they sing that. So that when she sings it, you're all, you're, like, already intertwined. You're already, like, connected to the song. They do a really good job of, like, unconsciously making you think about the songs and making them important in the movie. Right. Giving you an emotional connection to them towards mm-hmm. people's relationships more than like people having songs relationships have songs and it's really good mm-hmm. so like you hear that song and you think about their relationship unconsciously because you're like oh they sang that song or you're already thinking about that song and then they sing that song and it's i don't know it's really good can i can we just since we're already talking about music can i just say yeah. that this this barbie musical more than any of the other ones is like a musical you know yes. what i mean it's like mm-hmm. i would see this performed i think way too much about like <laughs> what it would be how i would stage this if i was gonna mm-hmm. put it on in a theater but anyway but someday i will cosplay annalise oh good and i will get my girlfriend to cosplay erica you guys would be and so cute oh no i'll be all like we have to do a competition bro and then we're going to sing yes 
Good. Yes. I'll be all like, actually, you guys just have to give us the stage for an hour and we're just going to perform this whole movie. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, it's important to me. I really want to be this outfit. <gasps> I saw somebody like, like I was just watching dumb cosplay videos because that's what I do with my life. <laughs> anyways, somebody like the original Swan Princess movie that was my favorite, like somebody was her and also like the evil her in like the black outfit. Oh, good. And it was, like, their time at a convention. And then she, like, had a picture of her with, like, a Barbie Swan Lake girl. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. <laughs> oh no, that is so cute. I'll send it to you. It was really cute. Yeah, cool. Um, it's because the con I was going to was cancelled. So I was trying to live vicariously oh, no, through other people. Oh no, babe. I'm very sad. It sure is a time right meow. It is. I now sit in my room and cosplay, and then my parents find me, and they're like, you good, ma'am? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See, absolutely they're nothing like, about my life has changed, because I don't go out. I'm just here, and then I go to work, because retail is great, and then I come yep. back. Yeah, we're both still working. I'm yep, the... you would think that we would have lots of time to podcast right now, but you would be wrong. You would be wrong. I'm still full-time. I'm... Oh, babe. I probably won't be after this week but it's it's fine mm -hmm. that's what i want <laughs> everyone's all like oh no you people keep saying the words they've been laid off and i'm like no their job closed for two weeks mm -hmm. they're all like they lost their job and i'm like temporarily what i'm very confused well because we don't know how long this is gonna be like i guess like well if we all just did it for like two or three weeks and then yeah, everyone, if everyone was could actually got over just it. okay, okay, let's <laughs> not talk about this. It literally stresses me out. I was already thinking about like, are we even gonna like bring stuff up? Because like, no, I kind I of don't of like it, out. but also like it. how everyone's talking about it. But also, I kind of like how it is like a chronicle of the times. Like every it podcast is, yeah. that you listen to, and they're just all like, "Hey, this sucks." <laughs> uh. I'm so stressed about it and people keep talking about it and being like doom bringers and I'm like please I'm so tired Aww. anyways I read an interesting thing I'm fine but everyone else is freaking out and I'm like and I read a thing and it's like it's because you have anxiety and you're anxious all the time but now there's an equilibrium the pressure it's equalized <laughs> the outside world matches how I'm feeling so now I'm good <laughs> See, I'm having the opposite problem. I'm just having a rough time every day. <laughs> That's also because you're working so very much. Well, I like I don't work full time. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just not very good at life. Okay, continuing. It's okay. Okay. Um, where even were we? <laughs> so okay, they were about to sing. She to, to goes. Meet. Yeah, she finds one second. There's oh stuff. hey, uh, she finds yeah she finds Erica, uh, my my sweet girl singing. But uh, Wolfie, he's he's got her little cup and he's got his paw on it and he moves it around whenever people throw coins to catch him. And anyways, he's a perfect boy. He hey, is. I love him so much. I know you do. So um, <laughs> she's singing. And she's getting to, like, the climax of her song. And then, um, Madame Pomper? Madame Carp. Madame Carp. Sorry, I don't know why I said Pomper. <laughs> Madame Carp, like, snatches the cup and then puts all the money in her hand. She's like, hey, I earned that. She's all like, and you owe me. Yeah. 
So she takes all of the money and Erica is sad. And then as she bends down to pick up her cup, she angles it perfectly and Annalise puts in some money and she's like, oh, thanks. And Annalise is like, that was beautiful. And then they stop and they look up at each other and they're like, whoa. And honestly, I've read before, if you found somebody who looked exactly like you, you would not mm-hmm. recognize yourself because how you look in photos and in the mirror and in vid- videos are like the closest, but like, because you don't see yourself move in 3D space. So you honestly wouldn't recognize yourself if you saw yourself Most on the street. Most of yourself is from this like perception that you have of what Mm -hmm. you do what you think you look like and it's not really Mm -hmm. a thing there's a perception that you have of how people look like like if you've grown up with someone since elementary school or middle school or even high school um you have a perception of how they look um i went to school with a girl since like elementary school and i didn't really talk to her much but in like high school i was looking at her and i was like huh and then i like stared at her long enough that her features changed in my mind. And I'm like, oh, this is what you look like now? And then I couldn't look at her how I used to see her, which was like a five-year-old child. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it was really interesting because I was like, I like looked at her features and like forced my mind to get over my perception of it. Interesting. It was a weird little time for my like high school brain. See, I have moved around a lot as a kid, so I've like mm-hmm. never had that experience properly. Um, mm-hmm. But... What does happen with me is that when I don't see my little sister for a while, like when I was off at college or when she's off at college, and then I do see her, I'm like, I I can't get over how tall she is. She's yeah. slightly taller than me now, and it doesn't seem right. It's very wrong. Well, especially because you grew up with her. Yes, and exactly. You... I just have this perception of her as like small. I still and it, I yeah, revert I have a perception back to of her as being whenever... a small child who I can just pick up and hold. Oh, I speaking still of which, pick her up and hold uh... because. She is a bean. She is String so bean. so skinny, so little. And um, she had some corrections from last episode. She said that she's only seen like four seasons of Friends. Um, oh, <laughs> and she also she also roasted me and told me what? that whenever I swear on the podcast, I sound really awkward because I feel like I shouldn't be. <laughs> and she's so. Oh no! So that's oh, my no. life. Oh no, your little sister has heard me swear. <laughs> she swears now. She changed so fast what? in college. Charlotte, she texted me like a day or two ago and she said, have you ever had plasma drawn? And I was like, um, <laughs> no. Oh my. She went out today with her, or last night, I guess, with her friend to go get plasma you she just wants money really bad, but um, they wouldn't let her come in because her veins were too small. So then she just had to sit in the car for like two hours while her friend stood in line and got his plasma taken. That's so sad. <laughs> she's She just needs something to do. She's so sad. She just wanted to go to school. She had so many friends. I know. <laughs> I know. She can come stay with us. Yeah. I need to... Ugh. So, like, the bank lobbies are shut down. Oh, oh no. So I can't go ask about a loan. But I'm so sorry. I can do, like, a conference call. Hey, hey. Hey. I'm really hoping the house market will, like, crash and everything will be super cheap. <laughs> oh, babe. <laughs> That's my dream. Okay. Um. So she, they were all like, oh, wow, we look so alike. And they laugh. And then Julian comes up and he's all like, 
Well, Julian doesn't show up until they sing their song. Oh, right. They sing a little song, and it's the, you're just like me, I'm just like you. Okay. it's very good. Well, it starts off with, like, 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 Erica starts telling her about her life. She's like, so here's how my day usually goes. I have to walk a mile to get some eggs from the barn. And then she's like, so how about you? And Annalise says, is like, well, you know, a servant brings me a silver tray filled with delicious things. And and she rubs my feet in strolling minstrels play. But I'd rather be in my library reading science books. And Erica, the saint, Erica, the most understanding person who's ever lived in the entire world, the most empathetic, sympathetic person... Is like, you know what? We're the same. She's like, we both have things we'd rather be doing. And she's like, but I'd rather be in my library reading science books all day. She's all like, but I'd let never let my mother know. I wouldn't want to let her down. She's like, I completely understand. Because she's all like, I don't want to let my parents down either. And I think it might be that line specifically. She's like, there's things I'd rather do, but I have a duty. And right. Erica's like, dang girl, me too. Um... <laughs> Erica, I love you. They're they're so She's, good. They're best I friends now. Hey, this song's yes. gay. Every Barbie movie's gay. <laughs> um, sorry, it's just a fact of life. Um, or actually, it's a fact of my life. I think it yeah changed me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> me watching Diamond Castle for the first time. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see. I see how it is. Me, yes, I too would like to own a cottage with my female best friend <laughs> and live together forever. Somebody else that's called being gay. Me, what? <laughs> okay, um. Um, also, there's a one line in this song makes me think that in some portions they just took the first take because she says it's it's plain as day. -ish. At one point. <laughs> there's that one, and then there's one where in, during Julian's song, where he's doing a long note, and then his voice just cracks, and they just leave it. It's okay, good. continue. It's part of the charm. <laughs> um, So, the only differences are their hair color, and Annalise has a crown-shaped birthmark. Right. Which is not how birthmarks work. Yeah. It's just, like, blood that didn't get wiped off right away. Is that how birth- Huh. I, I, I heard that once, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Did you know I have a birthmark? I, I don't have a birth... You have a birthmark? I have one. Yes, I remember you having a birthmark. It's really big. Oh. <laughs> um, and it's, like, on my hip, and sometimes, like, when my shirt rides up or I'm changing, someone's all like, oh, are you okay? Oh, no. Because it looks like a horrific, like, bruise or burn oh, no. or something. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. I didn't know I had it until, like, middle school, high school. I was just like, mom, what is that? She's like, that's your birthmark, you idiot. <laughs> She didn't say that, but it's, she's just like, that. I'm like, how long has that been there? And she's like, since birth? Anyways. Um, so then Julian shows up and he drops the drinks because he's in shock that they look so much similar. And then they have he to says, go. And Elise is like, uncanny. You should sing at, yeah. You should sing at the castle someday. I'll send someone oh for you. And Eric gosh, is like, so sweet. okay. And it's really nice. So they bond over the shared troubles and become fast friends. Um, and then that night, Annalise and her cat Serafina are abducted. So um, they have like this little mouse they're dragging through the halls. And Serafina's all like, 
I shouldn't, but she does because she's a cat. Um, I may be dainty, but I'm still a feline. <laughs> so she chases it, and then they slam a crate over her, and he's like, all right, let's go. And he's like, no. We're like, trying to get got the princess, her. not her cat. He's like, oh, why did we get the cat then? And then they shake the crate around to make her meow. These and boys are not is, valid. There is nothing more, like... I will be, like, half asleep, yes. but if I hear my cat make a distressed sound, I will get up. Yeah, if I heard those distressed cat noise, yeah, like, more than, like, Wi-Fi going out, it's like, if I hear a sad cat, off I go. My Wi-Fi goes out, I'm like, I guess I should maybe sleep. <laughs> but my cat, I'm like, no. Cat? Baby? Where's- where is my- where is my son? Where is boy? <laughs> where is baby? So, she's like, Serafina? And she goes and finds her, but then she's like, what are you doing under there? And then they put a bag over her, and they kidnap her. So then they leave a false letter that says she's run away. Mm -hmm. um, oh, important note. When her and Julian are walking downtown, he gets her a rose, and she's all like, she says the scientific name of the rose, and she's all like, my favorite, but you knew that. And he's like, I did. Because um, roses are her favorite. Yes. Which is important in this scene because they're all like, oh no, it says she's run away. And her mother is very distressed and Julian's like, let me see that. And he looks at it and he smells it and he's like, lilac? But where did you say you found this note? And she's like, they're all like on her desk. And he's like, maybe I can help you look. Because he's like, she never sended her stationery with lilac. It was always rose. And Preminger's all like, you should just stick to your book school, boy. And... Oh, God. Like, how does he get away with just talking like that all the time? Like, he's the most suspicious man. <laughs> he, like, he looks suspicious. His little pompadour hair. His dog has a pompadour hair, too. <laughs> yeah, they That's... match. It's so good. They... Um, yeah. So I just realized that we forgot to mention that King Dominic is here. Oh, right. He snuck in as well because uh, he and the ambassador brought a present but he is dressed as a page boy because mm -hmm. he wanted to meet the princess before getting before married. she knew that he, who he was yeah like so that he could get like an honest impression of what she was like mm -hmm. so they've set up a date before the wedding um and now that she's gone missing he's like this is an outrage we should just leave and prince Thomas is like uh no She's probably just nervous. Um, hey, King Dominic is best boy. I love him. So Julian's all like, this letter is fake. So he goes to find Erica. He's all, he walks into Madame Pomfrey's, Madame Carp. <laughs> Who's Pomfrey? I think, is that the Harry Potter lady? Yes. Yeah. Why? I don't. <laughs> Why am I saying Pomfrey? I think the word pompous is in your brain, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So he goes to Madame Carp. She's like, oh, looking for a special dress for a special lady. She also has a British accent because she's a bad person. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and he's like, hey, Barbie, I'm... do we need to talk about some issues, perhaps? So he's all like, I'm actually looking for Erica. And she's like, Ugh. and then he talks to Erica. And she's like, I can't believe she sent for me. Oh, my goodness. I have to get a dress. She's like, what am I saying? This is my only dress. Oh, She's like, no. I'm going to go sing at the castle. This is amazing. He's like, actually, that's not why I'm here. She's like, what? She's so sad. She was so excited. I know she's so sad. So he asks Erica, 
to impersonate the princess and she's like i cannot do that that sounds super duper illegal and he's like please i don't think she's really run away i think something happened to her it'll just be for a few days um erica is rightly afraid that she will be beheaded for this behavior (laughs) and julian's like okay but please and she's like a girl like me yeah okay because they're in love (laughs) yeah they have a double wedding (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there (laughs) so um um they go to the castle and he gives her a blonde wig um where like one little brunette strand of hair sticks out so she (laughs) keeps having to like blow it out of her face and brush it away it's very cute and he sings a little song on how to be a princess the only valid version of this song yes i would like you all to know Mm mm-hmm there is actually no other version of this song, but it is the only valid version of this song. Well, you're forgetting that there's a hip-hop version of this song nope, in the bloopers. There's... Oh, you're right! <laughs> it's very cute. He does a little beep-bop thing. A little dance. The only, the only other version, yeah. Yeah, the on- that's yeah. it. That's Can't the only time that this song has be been played. <laughs> so he's all like, to be a princess, and then he sings about how to be a princess. And... She's like, okay, it's a very good little quick rundown. And they harmonize in thirds together. She joins in. Yeah. Oh, and he talks about how in love he is with Annalise and uh, is good. She's like, "Mm, I see. And he's like, anyways. Her beautiful eyes are forever something. (laughs) Anyways, she's like a rose that's forever in blue. (laughs) Because they use the first take. So then she's all like, they go to her mother and julian steals her mother's spectacles so she mm-hmm. can't get too good a look at her daughter and she's like i'm sorry mother i should not have run away um and prince julian is there and he's all like his uh ambassador is like Oof, well i still think we should cancel the wedding and, Ju- and, and julian's all like, like <clears throat> he's like but i suppose so then they set up a date um next week Next week, says Preminger. <laughs> on my Tumblr dash when I don't click play. How does that happen? He just does that. He just goes, ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, she's pretending to be the princess. We switch, I think we switch to Annalise, who is... So it's important to note here that Annalise does not know that Preminger is behind her kidnapping. As far as she knows, there's some blonde guy and some brunette guy, and they're dumb, and they have her in some weird house. Mm-hmm. Um, they throw the cat out of the house, and they lock her in a room, and the cat talks to a French horse. Named Hervé. Hervé. And she's all like, don't worry, Hervé. And then she, like, claws his backside so he'll, like, flip her up over into the, um... Chimney chimney and then she falls down she's like seraphina and she's like don't look at me i'm hideous what's the point in living if i can't be beautiful (laughs) um i think that was earlier but we'll just do this now because she dresses up her cat as a ghost well no that's to escape later so seraphina has to get in first she just got in she fell in through the chimney okay yeah Oh, I thought you said um, this. You thought it happened earlier, and I got confused. No, that part. Anyways, we can switch back to Erica, or we can stay here. But <laughs> Erica is taking a bath. 
she's like getting ready for bed and she's like shall i dry your oh it's morning she's she wakes up and the maid brings her so much food and she's like this is enough to feed an army do you, you want take some, some? <laughs> and the maid's like uh no thank you and she's like i insist and she's like okay shall i dry your bath do you want lavender oil or bath salts and she's like everything <laughs> so she's taking a bubble bath and her cats are like meh because he's trying to meow because her cat can only bark we missed an important scene oh, yeah. where her cat saves uh yes. annalise's cat from the dog because and she's like this was following them into town right yeah so he chases them around um and so then they he's flirt. trying oh my goodness these cats <laughs> these cats flirt so and they're valid she puts her tail like under his nose <laughs> like oh my goodness it's a lot <laughs> He's trying to meow because he wants to be a proper cat. Right, he wants he to fit in. And she's all like, hey, no, you're perfect how you are. I love you how you are. Hey, this You don't song. need to change anything about you. Hey, every song in this movie is my favorite song. Yeah, every time a new song comes on, I'm like, oh yeah, this is my... Actually, <laughs> the the Last Lad song is my favorite song. Mm. Hands down. And also their wedding song. Because I want that song to play at my wedding. Yeah. Oh, hon. I'll cry. Better play at my wedding. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have my friend Jojo officiate us. And I'll be like... Heck yeah. Um, boo, 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 boo. She sings about how her cat doesn't need to change. Um, And King Dominic is all like, I'm gonna come clean and let them know it was really me just because I kind of wanted to see what was up without being me, without any pretenses. Right. Well, when um, she's singing King Dominic is mm -hmm. looking for her he, right yes. yeah so he like goes into her room and he's gonna knock on the room but the bathroom and she is like wearing her uh bathrobe now and she's dancing around the room with I mean, her cat it's still a little creepy my dude because he like cracks yeah. the door open to listen to her sing because her singing's beautiful it's beautiful and, it's... and he kind of smiles and then he leaves her alone okay as far as king dominic knows this girl ran off then came back and was like Oh hey, I'm sorry. Wedding's still on though. And then, and then, and then she, she sings a weird song about a barking cat. And he's like, "Oh, I'm into this." He's like, "I'm charmed." Heck yeah, yeah. Um. So then, uh, Annalise puts a sheet over. We go back to Annalise, and she puts a, her cat on a rafter, and she puts a sheet over her cat, and she's like, "Please help." And her cat makes booing noises. He's like, <laughs> and they come in. They're like, oh, and then the cat jumps at them. And then her and Annalise run out and lock them in the room, I think. Or maybe they just run out and they get on Elve and they ride off. Um, She tries to get past the castle gates and she's all like, he's like, halt, who goes there? The guard man. And she's all like, it's uh, pr Princess Annalise. And he's like, right. Then tell me why I just saw the princess eating dinner with the queen. And she's like, what? Because she doesn't know about this. Right. She doesn't know this about this plan. This is my favorite thing about this movie. Just, okay, like, finally, I can talk about this. The levels of subterfuge. The levels of people messing up because they just straight up don't know what happened. What's happening? That's why the disguises, it's a musical. The misunderstandings. It's everything. It's so complex in, like, the best possible, like... That's what I'm saying. What I that's what I mean when I'm saying that it's like Shakespearean in nature. Just mm -hmm. not that I know anything about Shakespeare when you actually do, but I do know things about Shakespeare. 
But that's what it reminds me of. Like, yeah. Because you have to remember who knows what at any given time. And also sometimes mm-hmm. the cats know things that the people don't, but the cats can't tell the, them. The cats know things, but luckily they cannot talk. If you were putting on a stage production of this pl- musical, would you have the cats be people in fursuits or people like holding little cat puppets? Oh, why would... <laughs> <laughs> this is an important question. <laughs> I don't want to answer that question. (laughs) I don't like that question. Okay, moving on. Like hand puppets? No, not like... Well, you know... I would have them in black outfits with like little, uh, like complicated puppets. Yeah, or like... Or, like, just, like, a stuffed cat on a stick that you can just, like, move around on the bottom of the stage so that it looks like a little cat scampering around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, you would have to have the cats talk in the stage production. Oh, but... See, it I was It would be good, especially for that, children. But... but it's not necessary for the plot. You don't have to have them talk. You can still have them, like, kind of flirting with each other, like, through body motions. Um, and things like that, and he can still be a cat that barks, that tries to meow, and she comforts him, but they don't have to talk. I think that you're right, but I don't know that I like it. (laughs) They could talk, and it'd be fine, but if you didn't want them to, they wouldn't have to. We're going to have to plan an entire stage production. Let's get- I was gonna say let's get our friends, but- (laughs) You don't have friends? Oh. (laughs) I do- I guess I play D&D with some people, but... Mm. Oh, babe. Noah, you've got friends. You've got people mm. there. Not people I would put on a Barbie production with. Ah, uh, well, I, that's... The standard there is higher. So she escapes, and then she isn't let into the castle. And, um, boo, 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 she's all like, well, the only other place I know I could go is Madame Carp's. She and only go has talk one friend Erica. outside the castle. And it's Erica, who she just met. So she goes to Madame Carp's, and Madame Carp is hosting because a party. she doesn't know that Erica's like, not there. Oh my god. She <laughs> like, doesn't. It's so good. And Madame Carp is like, what are you doing out here? And Annalise is like, excuse me? <laughs> she, she has never been spoken like this to her in her life. Like, she never. has never had to, she is taken aback entirely and offended. And she's all like, Go back, get to walk. And she's all like, who do you think you're talking to? I am the princess. And she's like, princess, I'll have you know. The princess and I are close personal friends. And Annalise is like, really? And even <laughs> when she takes off her hood, she's like, what? You think blonde hair is going to make you look like the princess? <laughs> <laughs> and then she locks her in the room with the nice lady. And she's all like, let me out. They will he hear about this at the castle and she's like whatever you crazy erica child and her friend is like erica that is you isn't it um and then she's trying to help this lady make some dresses and she's failing she's a nice person like she's like you don't have to do that your highness and she's like well i can't let you do it all by yourself like erica yeah. i mean annalise oh my god <laughs> annalise <laughs> no, you're confused is- you're in too deep <laughs> Annalise. She 
is an ignorant person because she hasn't had these experiences and she's also a very privileged person but like mm-hmm. you know she's willing to make take that step and empathize with people and learn things you know she is she she wants to you know she like wants to try and learn things which is like half the battle yeah so uh we switch to Erica who the prince uh the king comes clean he's all like it was me the whole time. Sorry I tricked you. I wanted to get to know you with no pretenses. And Erica's like, ooh, no pretenses. <laughs> She's all, Her mother's all like, Dominic, I hear you're well-versed at the pianoforte. Why don't you play us a something? And he's all like, only if the princess will agree to sing. And Erica's like, oh, no, I could not. And her mother's like, oh, yes, go ahead. Because they're having their date. Um... And then they sing the best song, and they bond. Like, hardcore. See, this this is not very much screen time for these two characters. Like, no. they had one establishing scene before this, where he was, like, fond of her while she was taking a bath and singing. And then they're going to have a little montage here. Little song montage. The thing is that it's the best, most romantic song <laughs> that's ever been written. It's, and so- it is. <laughs> I'm 100% convinced that they are 100% in love. Like, they have, like, one day together, and I'm like, yep, they're getting married, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's convincing, actually. It's very good. It has two different melodies, and they sing them together, and I'm gonna cry. It's so it's the good. Best. It's the best okay. part of, like, um, oh, what's it called? Les Mis is that one song mm-hmm. where they have, like, all three, uh, major songs and they're singing them all together yeah. in like this melody harmony thing and I'm like oh, this is it this is the peak it doesn't get better than this <laughs> the and- also interesting thing about this song is that they're not necessarily singing about themselves or whatever like most mm-hmm. of the songs in this musical are directly related to the plot or to what people are thinking or saying or doing you know but mm-hmm. um, this song and the ending song are both just like pretty songs that are about a feeling but not necessarily what's going on in the plot like you can take this song out of the movie and it functions perfectly well as a song it doesn't need context so it's just like a really romantic good song yeah it is it's just a really soft song please listen to the soundtrack like even (laughs) the background music i really really like like the situational placed music yes it's really good anyways they have a little date and then the sun's setting and uh, in the bloopers, her cell phone rings. <laughs> and it's so good. They have bloopers in this movie and they're super funny. <laughs> At least, like, in my eight-year-old mind, it was the peak of humor. Yeah, exactly. Wait, when did this movie come out? 2004. 2004. How old was I? I was eight. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> or was I nine? How does the zero work? Hmm. Six, seven. See, I'm bad at this because I always forget that there's an hour between noon and one o'clock. So, don't ask me. I think I would have been eight. I was eight. Cool, I guessed right. Anyways, my little eight-year-old brain was all like, yeah, this is this is the peak of humor. This is the funniest thing to ever happen. <laughs> is fake bloopers in Barbie movies. It, it was my favorite thing growing up when they did bloopers. Yeah. I was just like, ah, they because... did little funny mess-ups and... My mom's all like, they did that on purpose. <laughs> they Someone had to animate this. Someone had to write this and animate this and voice Somebody act this. Somebody had to rig that. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
these aren't like actual voice actor mess ups that they put in the movie. These are little scripted bits like this was a live action movie. Like, yeah. There are a few fun movies in which Barbie is an actress and she has like posters of past movies on her wall that she's been in. And I'm like, that's adorable. I love the Barbie cinematic universe. Yeah, the Barbie cinematic universe is my favorite. I have a question. Um, in the fair, the Paris one, the fashion fairy tale or whatever, mm-hmm. that one, and the one where the fairy queen lady kidnaps Ken. That one is bizarre. Is that in the same universe? Are they in the same universe? She's dating I Ken. Rochelle think is there. They are, but I Rochelle's not in the fashion fairy tale, is she? Wait. Yes. Yeah, she is. I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? I don't think I so. I get them really confused, actually, because they start out very similar. Yeah. But she's an actress in both of them. I think they're in the same cinematic universe. I'm not sure, because there's different kinds of fairies in both of those movies. But they're flairies. Okay, that's true. Okay, we gotta we gotta reel it back in. <laughs> we'll get reel there. Reel it back in. Princess and the Popper. Princess and the Popper. Favorite movie ever. Um... <laughs> So, uh, we switch back to the, what's the nice lady's name? Uh, Bertie? Bertie? I think so. So, we switch back to Bertie and Annalise, and Annalise is helping her make clothes. Um, she snips off a tag from one of the clothings, um, which has, like, a Madame Carp on it, and she puts her ring on it, and she ties it to Serafina, and then Seraph, she's all like, Go find someone at the castle. They'll they'll if they'll see my ring and they'll see the thing and they'll know I'm here. Right. Um. So Seraphina runs off, and then she gets caught by Preminger, and he's all like, mm. "Oh, interesting." Preminger, um, who is already vaguely suspicious that something is up, because okay, yes, Preminger went back to his uh, cottage where he was keeping the girl, and yeah. So he knew that Annalise had escaped because he saw her at the castle, but that wasn't actually mm-hmm. Annalise. It was Erica. But no, luckily, so at the same time, back... Annalise had in fact escaped. And the <laughs> so they have a uh, knack or Nick dressed up with like a mop wig <laughs> right. under the covers, and he's all like, "You're asleep, aren't you, princess?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm yes. asleep. I'm slumber." <laughs> Anyways, so he's all like. I just want to know why she didn't say anything right. about being abducted. That's cause he's all like that doesn't make so any sense. So he's suspicious that she didn't because that. of that, and he's also suspicious because he hasn't seen Serafina. He's seen Wolfie, and he's like, "What? What's this stupid cat doing here?" Yeah. Um. What comes first? Because I think he finds Annalise, and then he, she, he's, she's like <gasps> Preminger, and he, because he rushes in, and he takes her back with him. But then he locks her up again. Well, yes, he he goes and finds her. He like kind of figures out what's up because yeah. that's and clearly she trusts actually him her. right away. Right? Yes, he's her, her her mother's most loyal advisor. She has no idea that he's been behind all this stuff. So he mm-hmm. grabs her and takes her with him to the royal mines. Yeah. What I'm confused about um, is how does Julian get there? Uh. Oh, Julian followed him because Preminger had some, like, pine on his jacket. Okay. So Julian goes out there and finds the place, and Preminger, like, knocks him out. And he's like, oh, 
it was you because he uh breaks a part of like a boarded up window part of the wood falls and he's all like okay yes so he sees preminger and the two of them like confront each other and then nick and neck uh sack the boy Mm -hmm. (laughs) sack sack him boys (laughs) so he now has annalise and julian and um seraphina and he locks them in the mine right because as soon as they get to the mine uh she's like something's wrong and then like when they get out she's like oh you're the one behind this because she's not stupid i like that that she like puts it together (laughs) but yeah (laughs) um and she's all like and then he they like cave in the mines it's serious and now she's stuck in there yeah he left them to die there yeah so um then i think we switch back to erica and he's all like that's an imposter grab her and he has guards with him and her mother is all like, what is the meaning of this? And he's all like, that's not the princess. Look for the royal birthmark. And they look and it's not there. And then he rips off her wig. Right. And it's very emotional. And then <laughs> wig. she gets thrown in jail. Right. So Preminger at this point, he also shows them Annalise's royal ring to prove that she was crushed in the mines yeah. and she's dead now. He says that there was a cave-in at the mines and that this girl and Julian... We're behind it, and right. Julian's gone, so you know he must have fled. So so his plan at this point, which he is about to reveal to us. <laughs> yeah. What so a creep. King Dominic leaves because there's nobody for him to marry, and um, Erica's in jail, and he's all like, So, Queenie, I have a lot of money. More, I might be as wealthy as, say, King Dominic. You might say that I've struck gold. Yeah, so he is a freak and convinces the queen to marry him. Coerces the queen into marrying him. Yeah, blackmails the queen into marrying him. (laughs) Motherfucker. Oh, wait. (laughs) Were you going to try to not swear? No, no. I just realized how accurate the statement was. (laughs) You're right. He is. Anyways... So Preminger convinces the queen to marry him through sly, sly means and his, like, three pieces of gold. Yeah, he's nasty man. He is, in fact, nasty man. Um, he convinces the queen that Annalise is dead and that they have to marry to save the kingdom. Yes. And she has no other real options, so she agrees. And then we, she's very sad and Preminger uh, laughs maniacally. And then we switch back to Erica who is singing a lullaby and twisting some, like, straw together, hay or something. Yes, okay, because she's in jail. Boy, I wish she's way behind. She's very sad. She's saying, like, a stiff upper lip uh, about the to be a princess, and she was very sad. Yeah, and she kind of, and I'm, yeah, I had an emotion about that. Stiff upper lip, and I'm like, ah, Just you saying that, I'm, yeah, boy. So she's in jail. And then we switch back to her in jail and she's singing a lullaby. Is she singing? I feel like she's doing her and Dominic like, la la la. Yes, that's what she's doing. She's doing the once a last metal ad song. Yeah. Which is the best song in the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the guard falls asleep and then she uses her little uh, hook thing to grab the keys and then pull it towards herself. Also, they threw her cat in jail with her. 
Didn't huh. they? Or where is he? Where's her cat? I don't... I don't remember. It's because he... Yeah, because he's going to go off and have a little adventure with a horse. So I think that he's outside and that... Okay, because he sees her in jail and then uh, Hervé is like, the princess is in trouble. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go with you. And mm-hmm. I have to leave Erica here. And he's like, sad about it. I remember that scene oh, for some reason. I think he like sneaks out through the grate. He's with her, but okay. then he jumps out away. He sneaks out of jail because Okay, he's a cat. he was in jail and then he leaves through the bars because he's a cat and he can do that. Yeah. Cool. Love cats. <laughs> um, and so she's running out of jail and a guard catches her, a nightman. And she's struggling and she's all like, I will fight you. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. It's me, King Dominic. Like, after she, like, kicks him. <laughs> and he's like, I suppose I deserved that. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's the king. Um, and then she's like, you sure do love disguises, don't you? And he's like, haha, yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't believe Preminger and the claims. He's like, I trust you. You're a good person. And she's like, oh, babe. Yeah, oh my god. Okay, yeah. And then um, Annalise and Julian are in they they got locked up in a cave and she finds uh the geodes and she's all like this is you on the outside this is you and he's like a rock and she's like (laughs) maybe a little plane on the outside and then she opens it up and it's a geode and she's like but you're special on the inside but a treasure within yeah i don't was he self-depreciating julia my boy don't self-depreciate you're beautiful a little bit um, and then they confess to each other, and they love each other, and I'm like, yes! Good. And then, I don't remember which happens first, but he's trying to escape, and water starts trickling in, and they're like, oh dear. Yeah, he's, do they have a pickaxe, and they're trying to, yeah. they hit some rocks? Yeah. But, Wolfie comes and unearths the mind check, because he's there with Helve, Elve? Hervé. Hervé. And then they get in a barrel... And they float towards the top, and they escape. Excellent. This is just like Tangled. <laughs> I mean, you're right, and you should say it, but... um, I watched Tangled recently. It was really good. I should watch Tangled. I watched, like, two episodes of the cartoon, and then I forgot I was watching the cartoon. God, bro, let's watch the cartoon together. It's so good. Okay, we'll have to talk about cartoons later. I'm really into cartoons right now, immediately, oh, emotionally. Please watch Stupid Universe and die with me. I haven't yet. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can't get Charlotte to sit down with me. But yeah. Who? Boy. Okay, continuing. What what scene even comes next? Um, It gets well, so they, wild up in here. They make it to the wedding. Okay, so we're at Preminger and the Queen's wedding. So then they're at the wedding, um, and Annalise runs up, and she's all like, stop. And he's all like, it's it's the imposter. And she pulls down her sleeve to reveal her conveniently crown-shaped birth bark. And she's like, no, Preminger. Butch, like, Erica Duff could have just drawn one on, like, it ain't at this hard. point, she knew about it. Yeah. Um, so she reveals the truth, and he tries to run away, but... It doesn't work, because the cat is on the job, and so is the horse. Mm-hmm. And then he's arrested along with Nick and Knack, and Annalise is all like, I want to marry Julian. And she's all like, but our kingdom! And she's like, we found this! So they found the crystals in the mine, and the kingdom is saved. Yay. Annalise pays off Madame Carp. Okay. 
I'm pretty sure because Erica's yeah. all like, I'm free now thanks to Annalise. Okay, that makes total sense. I guess that just never occurred to me before. Yeah, like... she paid off Erica's debt because she was like, Madame Carp sucks. Also, Madame Carp <laughs> goes out of business. Good. And Erica's all like, I want to travel the world and be a singer now. And um, King Dominic is all like, please take this with you. And he gives her a ring and she's like... He gives this... her the same wedding ring that he was going to bring to Annalise, but he's like, it was meant for you. And he puts it on her finger. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's Boy! like, I couldn't. And he's like, no, I want you to know you have a place to return to or something. And it's super romantic. Um, And Erica travels the world and sings, but then she realizes where her heart belongs and returns home to marry Dominic. And they have a dull wedding and they're super cute. And they run off in this little carriage with matching horses and their cats have lots of little kittens and i'm like yes and just so y'all know i'm going to have a wedding dress like annalise yeah (laughs) my gf will wear an erica wedding dress and that song will play at my wedding and then all of my dreams will come true (laughs) hun yeah okay good I'll have a princess wedding, but it's like Barbie princess, so it's better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud. Anyways, they're both very definitely like, yeah, this is my husband and my wife and her husband. It's very good, and I love them all, and that's the whole movie. Like, the end is a little rushed. Okay, like, there's just a time skip, and I I feel like it's okay, especially because the song is so good. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they're all like, we escaped, and then we saved this kingdom and then all of a sudden she's going off to the world and now we're getting (laughs) married and i'm like yeah okay perfect and it is they like save the kingdom and then they just kind of tie it together all of their loose ends which is good okay anyways that's the movie that's my favorite barbie movie 10 out of 10 not even gonna debate (laughs) okay okay i was thinking about this i was thinking about this this movie is a 10 out of 10 i think i need to retroactively change some of my uh, yeah, I feel like I've been too harsh on these and that I need an actual Barbie movie scale. So okay. I'd like, I actually have these written down. I'd like oh, to say. Do you have a Barbie movie scale? We no, should have. I just... <laughs> okay, I will work on like an actual scale, like music quality and plot quality and oh, character quality. That sounds and nice. I'll make one. Next up is um, Fairytopia, which I will not give a very high vote, gotta say. Oh, <laughs> It's not my favorite. I think it's boring. (laughs) But I also love it. We'll get there. Like, okay, gotta understand, I love all Barbie movies. Like, I'm like, this is silly. I don't like this movie. But even um, The Princess and the Pop Star, I can watch and enjoy. I'm like, dang, look at those girls go. But then, like, I step away from it and I'm like, I hate that movie. But I don't (laughs) actually. I'm just, I love this movie a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so retroactively. Yes. Retroactively. The yes. Nutcracker is an eight. That's a really solid movie. That's uh, a solid I... movie. The plot, good. Yes. Uh, Rapunzel's a nine, just because it feels a little better somehow. It's, like, very it magical does. and very good. Well, it's their second movie, and they worked. A, they kind of worked out their kinks, too. Mm-hmm. And they had some original music, and that was good. Okay, I want to say that Swan Lake is a seven. Okay. It's it's also extremely good. It's like, yes, but 
like it just isn't quite up there with the other ones for me like it mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't come together as nicely for me this one's a 10 yeah okay so that's this is the standard this is a perfect barbie movie and then we'll see where everything else fits in that kind of area yeah okay okay wait so we got at that too early you want to talk about you want to talk about people I have people. Oh, yeah, let's I talk notes. about people. I just wanted everyone to know that this is a perfect Barbie movie. Yeah. This is the, you may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. <laughs> so, Kelly Sheridan was still Barbie. But what yeah. I didn't know is she was Annalise and Erica. I thought Erica yeah. was our other girl. No, that shows yeah, up she... later. Do you know no. who I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I think I do. But... She was Molly and... Yes, Obon Star Risers. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, so uh, Kelly Sheridan voices both of them, but they both have different singing voices. Uh, yes. Melissa Leons is Annalise, and Julie Stevens is Erica. Yeah. Okay. Um, Julian is Alessandro Chiarazzani. Giuliani. I'm in love with Chiarazzani. Oh, good. So you know, she voiced um, Molly in Obon Star Racers, who's also Eva. Eva? But um, she also is in Barbie movies later. I think she's actually in Fairytopia. Um, anyways, we'll get there. I just really like her. <laughs> so their voices are different. Um, oh, did I'm looking at a list. Did Julian sing for himself? Oh, I don't know. He's I think he Alessandro must have. Yes. Giuliani. Yes. Uh, he okay. was also in Oban Star Racers. He's Koji. Um. <gasps> I should He's... finish Ojan Star Racers. <laughs> oh, same. I only had like five episodes left or something, but then I had less than away. that. Like, <laughs> really? We should just rewatch it. We'll make Andy watch it. With okay, us. that'll be nice. I love that show so much. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh, Alessandro. He's also L in Death Note, so obviously I love he him. What? He's L, and he can sing. Yeah. Um, also, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. You watch that. He's, he's Dr. Cerberus. I don't know if that means anything to you. Dr. Cerberus? He might be dating Sabrina's aunt. Oh, good. like, a succubus or something. Oh, good. Or a werewolf. I don't remember. It's what he deserves. Um. It's because my mom and I only watch, like, an episode a month. And then I'm like, wait, what's going on? Her boyfriend's (laughs) in hell? Oh, no, he's out of hell? It's her dad, her boyfriend? (laughs) Where's her dad? It's very con- the new season is very confusing. Um, <laughs> it's because I'm not paying attention either. It's um, fine. Okay, carry on. Okay, uh, King Dominic. It's our boy. It's Mark Hildreth. Uh, it's Mark Hildreth. Yes, this is his third uh, Barbie love interest. His role. singing voice is Mark Luna, which is fun because he's yeah. also a Mark. He's Marks. <laughs> um, so he was Stefan and Daniel, both okay. of them boys. Um. Hey, Preminger? Do you know who Preminger is? It's Martin Short. I, I feel like I should have known that. Who is he? I don't... Okay, I he's like don't know a that name. comedian guy. Uh, he, he was on SNL. Um, ha- have you seen the third Santa Claus movie? He was Jack Frost in that. <gasps> he was Jack Frost? Yes, in oh. the third Santa Claus movie. Um, oh. So that's his weird face. Um He's also, I don't know if you've ever seen Captain Ron, but he's the dad in that. looking at his Um, weird face. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't. He's Canadian. Everyone's Canadian. They are all Canadian. These are Canadian-American films. Yeah. Uh, Emphasis on the Canadian, apparently, because that's where they get all their verse actors from. Uh, Anyways, Martin Short did such a better job than Kelsey Grammer for their, like, celebrity tie-in villain. Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> that man was giving it his all. He was. He was in Madagascar 3. Oh, good. He was in a deleted scene of Bumblebee. <laughs> he didn't make it. Oh, no. That's so sad. Everyone <laughs> should want to be in that movie. It was a good movie. Did you know? Do you know who Bumblebee was? No. You who? don't know who Bumblebee was? The car? Do you know who the car was? What? I, I mean, he has a voice at the beginning, right? Are you talking about that? Like, before he Bumblebee loses his voice? Bumblebee was Dylan O'Brien, my Wait. boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. Good. He's cool. Styles. Oh, my goodness. And he's also the Maze Runner kid. Nice. Rare. Okay, okay, Serafina, Serafina is Kathleen Barr. She also does, uh, Bertie, uh, the Erica's friend. Okay. So she's both of them. Um, she's a veteran. She's been a Barbie veteran. She's was Aunt Drosselmeyer and the Owl and Nutcracker, and she was Fairy Queen and Marie in Swan Lake. So she just always does two people, and she's always lovely. Aww. Ian James Corvette is back. Colette? Corlette? Yes, he is! It's my boy! I love him so much! He's so talented. He has the range. He was Hobie. He was Ivan. And today he is my perfect boy. My perfect, perfect boy, Wolfie. I love him so much. This is his best role. Did you know I love Wolfie so much? Thank you, Erin James Corlett. You are are an inspiration to us all. I did know that. He's so good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Madam Carp was Pan Hyatt. Pamela Hyatt. Um, she was Auntie Viv in Hamtaro and Kaede in Inuyasha. I never watched okay. that very much. It anyways, mean anything to me? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But anyways, I, I found on her Wikipedia that in 2012 she had an album. It is called Pamelot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's good. <laughs> in case you were wondering, Wait, who am I looking at? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I just What's learned up? something horrible. Yeah? What? Ambas- okay, his name is Ambassador Bismarck. Oh yeah. The ambassador is Lee Takar. Do you know who he's gonna voice? Oh, who? Who's? Do you know? Do you want me to tell you? you tell me. me? I, you need want to, me? I need to know. He's gonna voice Bibble. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> He's gonna voice Bibble and also Fungus. I don't know who Fungus is, but he... oh, I do. Wait, is he the ugly dragon? <laughs> no, the the little guys, the little minions who she has wandering around. Oh my god! He voices Bibble and Fungus and a happy oh, troll. Oh my god, that'll be a lot. The oh Tuckar, you've ruined my life. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. I'm I'm okay. excited. I like that. Okay, we'll get we'll get there. I also like that movie. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, oh, Sir Nick. It's yeah. Brian Drummond. He was, uh, the prince's friend Reggie in Swood Lake. He's oh, here. Yes. Uh, he was Vegeta and uh, Ryuk oh, and right. Death Note. And now he's Vegeta. here to do a silly voice in a Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, who was L? It was Alessandro. So you could take Brian Drummond's <laughs> lines and Alessandro Julian and <laughs> make Just... a fun little video for Death Excellent. Note. Excellent. Or you could take lines from Death Note and make a fun little video of them coming Even out of these better. characters. Even better. Yeah, um, so that was Sir Nick. That's the blonde henchman. Uh, Sir Nick, the brunette one, is Jan Rabson. 
He was uh, also Midas. Yes, he's both of them. Um, apparently he's, uh, he does the voice for Larry in the Leisure Suit Larry games, so that's fun and good. Um, (laughs) he gets a lot of bit part roles, but, like, he's on a higher level because he gets bit part roles in, like, Disney and Pixar movies instead of just, like, anime, so. Mm -hmm. He was, I've never seen Akira, but I need to, but he was Tetsuo Shimura in Akira and the Streamline Drum, Streamline Drum. We should watch Ryan Akira, pictures. dude. We should watch Akira. That'll be fun. He's been in a lot of things as like a little uncredited voice actor. Yeah. Like Ping, Ping Soldier number three. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He gets a lot sushi of those bad chef. boys. He was the sushi chef in Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Uh, Hervé is Gary Chalk. Um... He was Optimus Prime in the Unicorn <gasps> Trilogy of Transformers and oh. Optimus Primal in Beast Wars, who is apparently a different guy because oh. Transformers is wild. <laughs> All I know is Stir I, Scream I have no good. idea what's going on in Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Stir Scream good. Sometimes I just want to read the Transformers comics because they're gay. We should just keep watching the Transformers show we were watching. I actually we really should. like that one. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm into cartoons right now. It's so good. Oh, gosh. You know how many cartoons we're going to watch when we live together? (laughs) I hope it better be so many. I'm so ready. I'm just, I'm ready to live like that. I just want to watch DuckTales. Please, can we watch DuckTales? Yes, 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 yes. Let's watch some DuckTales. Things are happening. Their mom is there. (laughs) I'm losing it. (laughs) Yeah. I look at things and I'm like, no, I can't look. Oh, babe. Okay, we got sidetracked. We're back. Barbie. We're not talking about cartoons. We're talking about Barbie. (laughs) Um, Um, Any other characters you want to talk about? I looked up uh, the royal schedule. He's scheduler. He's Colin Mm -hmm. Murdoch. Um, I didn't really know any of his roles, but I just wanted to mention that in the League of Super Evil, it's a little Mm -hmm. show. I've seen it advertised. Anyways, he has 32 different roles in that. What? So that's what his life is like. What? He's got a lot of those. Is he every character? (laughs) I don't. Because I watched like, oof, an episode and a half of that. It was kind of cute. Okay, okay. So I looked up some other stuff. The director of this one is William Mm -hmm. Lau. Uh, This is his first Barbie movie. He hasn't done any of the other ones. But uh, he's going to do quite a few coming up. Oh, okay. Um, Like the good ones? (laughs) Yeah, a few. Uh, He (laughs) also directed the Monster High TV movies. Which one? So, like all of them. Oh! So you love his work, I know. Um, Uh, well. The Monster (laughs) High movies aren't good. I know. <laughs> it's fine. I like them. I wouldn't say they're good. <laughs> um, he also did a couple of cartoon series recently, like um, Super Dinosaur. Oh. And um, there's a thing on Netflix that's coming out as like a series, but also it's just one episode per season and it's like an hour long. Um, yeah. It's called The Last Kids on Earth and I watched it. It oh. was like, eh, okay. Oh. Was it not great? It was, 
it was explicitly about found family, so that was good. <gasps> but it was also like you know, kind of weird. I'm like the tone was like, like he just pretended that the end of the world was a video game, and he said feet complete a lot, and I wasn't super into it. But they did have a bully from their bus who became their best friend, and then uh, lived with them in their little treehouse. So that, <laughs> anyways, okay, okay, okay. So we got. We got somebody very special at this mm-hmm. one. It's Arnie Roth. Um, Arnie mm-hmm. Roth is the composer. He composed and arranged the music for all four of these movies. Wow. This man is the most... Ta- okay, he's the most talented, most wonderful man I've ever known of in my entire life. And also, um, he's a member of... Um, this is the description on Wikipedia. The American Neoclassical New Age Music Group, uh, Mannheim Steamroller... And he uh, conducted and directed um, some of the play a video game series, a, a vid- play a video game symphony concert series in 2006 to 2010. So he's my hero. Not I all love men. him so much. You're right. Arnie Roth, <laughs> who did the music for Barbie Princess and the Popper, would never do this. <laughs> Honestly, he's incredible. Okay. Dang. Dang, Arnie like, Roth. Like, kudos to Arnie Roth. Arnie Dang. Roth composed and arranged the music for Rapunzel. And also several Final Fantasy concerts? Yeah. What? He's oh, a he blessing also did on this dancing world. princesses. Yeah, yeah. I know. He's going to do so many of these. I'm so excited. Like, all of his music is so good. Oh my goodness, I'm going to cry. He's so good. He's so talented and amazing. Oh. Anyways, so I'm I'm glad that we are here acknowledging him for his beautiful work because oh he's done so many <gasps> Rachel yeah he did Island Princess and Diamond Castle and 12 Dancing Princesses and Magic Pegasus yeah he did all the good ones they're all good he did so many good ones <laughs> okay okay so you're you're missing somebody and that somebody is Amy oh. Powers she is a songwriter and lyricist and she wrote the songs Powers. for this and Diamond Castle, I know at least. Oh. So. Amy Powers, my hero. Okay. Also, uh, so she writes a lot of original songs for, uh, like, she wrote one for Ellen Enchanted, the movie, and uh, Sweet Home of Alma. And she does some Nickelodeon and Disney Channel shows. Like, she Dang. did a song for Victorious and one for Austin and Allie. Um, nice. Oh, she wrote lyrics for a Lizzie Borden musical. So, <laughs> I know you like Lizzie Borden. You know, took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. That oh. one. Yeah, what about that one? She there, was... there, there's a musical for that. She wrote lyrics for that. <gasps> Whoa. I just like that one show because it's quirky and weird. Yeah. That yeah, that was, that was a weird little thing. It sure was. That music. Yeah. It was great. We should watch that thing. Uh, or we just should. listen to the soundtrack for that because that was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> We should make a... Uh... A, like a playlist of movies and it's like period movies with super modern music so yeah. that one and also the the knight one he's a knight he learns oh, to joust oh yes also that the the great gatsby movie that came out that had all the like hip-hop music in yes it. okay um i made a horrible discovery yes yes <laughs> um, but we're gonna talk about it later in the diamond castle episode I oh. sent you some stuff for th- about that. We'll we'll get to that. It'll be great. Um, oh, 
Okay. I've made a horrible discovery about Diamond Castle <laughs> while looking through uh, some of Amy Power's stuff, but we'll get there. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's everything that I had uh, for okay. this lovely movie, uh, Princess and the Popper. It's this my favorite movie. It's so good. Movie. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. That doesn't make yes. any sense. Please but... go watch this film. If you're listening to this podcast, this is your, like, reminder, you should go watch this movie again. It's yeah, even really you, enjoyable, you, yeah. and it's soft. Like, I have some, like, soft comfort movies, and it's, like, Kiki's Delivery Service, and mm-hmm. mostly Ghibli movies, and this one is on there. This is, like, I'm like, oh, if I watch this movie, I'm gonna feel soft in my soul. Yeah. It's the best. It's just, okay, like... I sincerely believe that this is the best put together Barbie movie and Barbie musical. Like every yeah. song has a purpose and every song is good and I want to listen to all of them. The plot every super scene solid. every Yes, the plot is like super convoluted but you never get lost, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's like soap opera-y almost. It's yes. like the twists and the turns, but you know, obviously children have to follow it so it's not super Because confusing. it's not twists for the audience really because you know what's going on but the Mm -hmm. characters don't know what's going on so it's a lot of like dramatic irony in like a really cool way i love this movie it's a good one i want to write a stage musical (laughs) with this movie (laughs) let's write a stage musical let's perform a stage musical let's put on this show (laughs) you and andy can uh be the leads it'll be beautiful (laughs) you can control both cats You'll okay, have, good. Like, you'll have little puppets, and you'll wear a black, like, bodysuit. I'll just, uh, move all the little animals around. It'll be great. You are the animal master now. Anyways, I'm not sure if this was as good as it usually is. Sorry, everyone. We waited several <laughs> days between recordings. We had- we've been vibin'. We- we've just been vibin', and also working full-time. We both work so much right now. I don't work full time, but I work so much right now, and I'm so tired. And uh, boy, so, r- the stress, the stress, the stress it, is real. The stress is real. Gotta love that retail. I don't. <laughs> no, me neither. Um, I don't love that retail. But hey, everybody! Thanks for joining us today. Thanks uh, for joining us. If you haven't already, we have a Twitter. We are at Barbie Slaps. Yes, we are at Barbie Slaps. Um, we've had a little bit of interaction on Twitter, and it's been very nice. Thank you, everybody. <gasps> hey, everyone who follows the Twitter and, like, has talked to us, you guys are sweet. Also, I just want to say, publicly, here, we got the nicest review ever, and boy, I see you, and I love you. You're so nice. I can't believe you wrote I'm... that dude. Hey, hey, Charlie they Mac. Wrote... <laughs> Charlie Mac. Hey, Charlie Mac. <laughs> They wrote the nicest little review, and we both cried. Anyways, shout out to Charlie. You. We love You're you. Wonderful. <laughs> Charlie, we love you so much. That was the nicest review in the world. It was on iTunes. Everybody, and I hear that that helps uh, podcasters out too. So, like, you're just the nicest person in the world. Thank you. So Thank much. you. Yeah. So we're on iTunes, and hopefully wherever you find your podcasts, because I know yeah we're on Google Play. We're on Google Spotify. Play has we're it. on iTunes. Yeah, which is excellent. And we're getting out there. So yeah. Follow us on fun little social media where I don't update very frequently because I don't remember to. Um, <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, hey, Ted. Hey, hey. Ray. Hey. Barbie movie slap. <laughs>
Barbie movies slap. <laughs> this Barbie movie slaps, guys. This, this particular Barbie movie slaps the hardest. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.